Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Living Life with Pastor P. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. I'm looking forward to chatting with you as we get ready to enter into Holy Week. Ah, what a blessed time of the year. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ rode triumphantly into the city on a colt that had never been ridden before so that he could give his life for you and I that we might have a right to the tree of life. Let's get right into today's broadcast. We're going to be talking about good things. Good things. What good things are I talking about? It's kind of hard to imagine good things when you think about the world that we live in right now. There's so much turmoil, so much confusion, so much chaos. But beloved, I want you to know today that our hope is built on nothing less but Jesus Christ in his righteousness. I dare not trust in anything else. Jesus is the sweetest phrase I know. We're living in a time where it seems that we worry more and we enjoy life less. I mean, right now we're concerned about our governments. We're concerned about our nationalities and our races and prejudices. We're concerned about our health and our welfare as it relates to coronavirus. We are thinking about making ends meet. Some have lost so much in the last year. And yet God in Romans 8:28 says that he works together all things for our good. Those that love him and that are called according to his purpose enjoy this promise. When I think about where we are as a country and as a nation and as a world And I set out to do this broadcast. I set out to embark on this new journey, this this living life with Pastor P. Excuse me. (coughs) I think about um, why, why am I doing this? Why am I telling you on a weekly basis that I'm bringing you sweet inspirations and that I'm living my best life and uh, that you can too do it one day at a time and, and that all things are, are good. Is it pretense or is it for real? Beloved, I want you to know that in my heart, this is genuine for real. Like I truly love life. I truly love God, I truly love you. And I'm excited about what God is doing. I'm excited about where I am in this journey called life. And I haven't always felt this way. Uh, I've been walking with the Lord now since I was 21 years old. And I am now 61. And that's what, 40 years? That's a long time. And in that 40 years, I have to tell you, I've had some good days. 
And I've had some very, very, very bad days. I've had some sleepless nights and some weary eyes that have cried many tears. But what I can tell you, even in the midst of all of that, when I look back over my life, I don't wonder how I got over. I don't wonder how I got to where I am today. I look back and I see in my journey Every time I fell, someone picked me up. Every time I felt lost, someone found me. Every time I was confused, someone explained to me what was going on. Every time I thought I couldn't make it, I was able to go just a little bit further. And the person that I'm talking about is the Lord Jesus Christ. He saved me. He found me. He continues to find me day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. He finds me in those places that I go when I feel like I can't make it. Everything in my life is not perfect, but everything in my life is perfect. It's perfect because Romans 8.28 is a promise to me that is active in my life. I'm living my best life in the midst of a chaotic world because I believe that everything that I go through, everything that happens to me, every time I am challenged in some way or another, that is working for my good. And that my father in heaven has a greater, a better a more designed plan specifically for my life. And so my goal is to live a great life and to help others to do the same. So living life with Pastor P was birthed out of a desire to help people to see the potential that they have, that you have to live your best life too. Not in the absence of worry or conflict or evil, but right smack dab in the midst of it. My goal is to have and to help others understand that they too have the kind of peace that transcends the human understanding. I mean, the kind of peace that when something happens, someone might ask you, don't you even care? I preached a message. I know it's been 15 years ago now where uh, it was titled, I Don't Care. And it seems insensitive, but Jesus told me to cast my cares upon him because he cares for me. So I don't take care. I don't take my cares and carry them. I don't burden myself down with worry and grief and despair and despondency because those attributes are greater than what I can bear. They're, they're too heavy for me. My cares are too heavy for me. My burdens are too heavy for me, but they are light to the father. And when I give him my burdens, my worries and my cares, then I too am light and I'm able to walk fluidly with the father. I effortlessly and I can see 
the bad things and I can have compassion towards those who are experiencing those times and I can hate the evil and the injustices, but at the same time, I can love the people who do evil and perform injustices. How can you do that? How, how's that possible? Pastor P it's possible because the love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy spirit. And I cannot, but help to love the people that have been created in his image that are lost, who choose to do evil, who choose to do and perform injustices. People are a product of where they come from. And when people know better, I believe they do better. And knowing is not a mental ascent. That's why when you say someone knows something and you look at them and you say, I know they know better than that. I know they know that is wrong. Yes, they know it mentally, but their heart hasn't captured the essence of why it's wrong to the point to where it breaks their heart to see it, to do it and to be a part of it. And so they continue in that vein because their heart loves evil more than it loves the good. And so, yes, my heart has been shed abroad with God's Holy Spirit. And God can't help but love his people, no matter who they are or where they are. It is his desire that not any one of us is lost but that we would all come to repentance, that we would all come to know him, that we would all come to love him and to serve him and to want to be a part of this great kingdom that he is the king of kings in. And so, yes, I want to help people to understand how to have the kind of peace that transcends human understanding. Jesus told me not to take these cares upon me. He wants me to let him carry the heavy burdens that I can't carry. He wants me to lean on him when I don't understand. And he wants me to let him work things out for my good. Because when he works them out, it's done perfect and it's done in line with his will. He knows that he loves me and he wants me to know and to love him back. He wants me to know that I am his called out daughter that I am his beloved. So if I believe that God was faithful to save me, then I have to believe he's faithful to keep me, even in the midst of a chaotic world, even in the midst of this chaotic world that we live in. I am trusting, and I want you to trust too, beloved, that he loves us, even when bad things happen, even when things happen that we don't understand and we can't figure it out, Romans 8.28 says that uh, all things, not some things, all means everything. Anything that happens, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, all things work together for my good. Get that in your spirit. No matter what it is, You don't have to pick and choose what's working and what isn't working because God said that all things are working for my good. Why? Because I love him 
and I am the called. I am called according to his purpose. He called me. He called me into his kingdom. He called me out of darkness. He drew me by his love. He placed me and sat me in heavenly places with him. And so I have to trust that he loves me when those bad things happen and I can't figure out why. And if I believe that he is a loving father, then I have to believe that he has my best interests at heart. Today, I want to hit four key scriptures that point to the goodness of Jesus and his faithfulness towards us. I want to talk about how does God want us to respond when we're caught off guard and we need answers to what seems to be unanswered questions. I want you to know today, beloved, that he wants us to believe Romans 8.28. He wants us to believe that he is a real father and that he wants the best for us. He wants us to know that he sees things from its end to the beginning. See, we are in the midst of our things. So we can see what's already happened and we can see what's happening, but we can't see what is to happen. And the father can see what has happened, what is happening and what will happen. That's why he can say and he he wants us to believe that even if it's bad, it's going to work out for our good. Because he already knows how it's going to end. And he's the one that's going to orchestrate the ending of that thing. So to make sure that that promise comes to pass for his beloved, he is not going to let that promise fall to the ground. Amen. He already knows how it's going to turn out. And he wants us to believe by faith that it'll turn out for our good because we can't see the end. Hallelujah. Amen. So here, here we go. Here's four key scriptures I want you to meditate on this week as you go about your week into the um, Passover and headed into uh, Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday. Number one, abundant life. The father wants us to know, based on John 10, 10, that he came that we may have life and that we may have it more abundantly. What is more abundant? More abundant is to be in a surplus, a surplus situation, a super abundance, if you will. That means a super abundance amount of joy, a super abundance amount of strength, a super abundance amount of spiritual laughter and and the ability to enjoy our life from a spiritual aspect, from a soulish aspect. And from a physical aspect. So spirit, soul, and body. He wants us to have a super abundance amount of joy and strength so that we can enjoy life in the midst of tumultuous times. You know, I think about um, the last couple of years uh, that I've, um, that we've been, what, in this pandemic. And then prior to that, there was a year uh, that I just had some really challenging times uh, at work. And it was, uh, I just felt like I was losing myself, you know, trying to become everything that somebody else wanted me to be. And so that I could 
become something that I thought I wanted to be. God never intended me to be that. But in the midst of it, God turned it around and he has worked that thing out for my good. I couldn't see it and it was hard. But every day I put on my clothes, I got up and I went to work and I smiled and nobody knew that I was struggling with my identity. Nobody knew that I was trying to figure out where I fit in. Where do I belong? What am I supposed to be doing? God, I thought this is what you wanted for me. I thought this is what you had for me. And so it would appear to some that I was pretending. And I guess you could call it that to some degree, because for in the natural, I was pretending. But in the spirit, I believed with every fiber of my being that this thing was going to work out for my good. Because I believed that the promise that God gave me was that he would never leave me. He would not forsake me and that he had called me to a super abundant life. And so if the super abundant life that he called me to did not mean this thing that I was seeking after, then I would have to let that thing go and order and trust God in order to receive the good thing that he had for me. Amen. Hallelujah. So. Know that you have abundant life, even if it doesn't feel like it. Don't rest in your feelings. Your feelings will fool you. Sometimes you might have to pretend and put a smile on your face, but make sure you're pretending in a faith filled um, mindset. Make sure that you're 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 really believing in what you're what you're walking in, because God has us, beloved. He has us. The second thing I want you to think on this week is the victorious life. God has made provisions according to 1 Corinthians 15 and 57. The scripture says, thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. When things move from our life, we've not lost, but we've gained. Why? Because we are victorious. We always win, even when it looks as if we're losing. We can't lose with God. You know, things may leave our life. People may leave our life. Situations may turn out um, different than what we anticipated or desired they would. But even in those times, even in those things, even in those places, we are still victorious because God called us to a victorious life. He said, thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. So if Jesus Christ is in you, you are victorious. Number three, I want you to think this week about having a worry free life. Paul told us in the book of Philippians, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. And the God of peace will keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. See, beloved, worry is going to come. It's going to present itself to you. It's going to ask you to believe that it is real and that the way that you feel is real. And what you'll have to do is you'll have to actually shift your thinking because worry will cause you to not walk in peace, to not walk in faith. And so even when things look one way, 
what you'll have to do is you'll have to turn to the scripture and you'll have to remind God, Lord, you said that all things work together for my good because I love you and because I am the called according to your purpose. And this thing in my life right now is worrying me and it's worrying me because it looks like whatever it is, is going to happen. And if it happens, I can't see my way beyond that. And so, Father, I need you to take this worry from me. I give it to you and I exchange it for your peace, according to Philippians. So I'm going to do what you said, which is to not worry. And I need you to do what you promise, which is to give me your peace and keep my heart and mind through Christ Jesus with a peace that transcends my human understanding to the point to where it makes me look like I don't even care. Hallelujah. Because this care I need to cast on you is too heavy for me. Thank you. I can't carry it. And then go about your day and live your best life. Enjoy the things that you can and don't worry about the things that you can't. Those things will take care of themselves because God's got them and he knows what's best for us. Amen. And then last but not least, I want you to understand that um, the Lord wants us to be transformed. He wants us to have a transformed life. And here is the ultimate place God wants us to be. He wants us to be with him, living our best life in a transformed mind kind of state. To live your best life, you can't be conformed to this world. Because if you're conformed to this world, then you're going to worry. You're going to think you've been defeated. You're going to think that your life is full of um or lacks purpose and meaning though. That's how you're going to think. And that's how you're going to feel because remember we're living in a time where um, it seems we worry more than we enjoy life. And there's so much um, turmoil in the land and there's so many reasons to focus on what's happening in front of us. But God wants us to elevate our minds and to look higher He wants us to look into the perfect law of liberty, which is his word, and to find the peace that he promised us to live your best life. You cannot be conformed to this world. You have to be transformed into the image of your father because he is the king of kings and he is producing and has produced royalty. You and I are royalty. We live in a kingdom with a king who has everything all worked out. And if you believe that, then you believe and know that you've been translated into this kingdom through your faith in Jesus Christ. So don't be conformed to this world this week. See if you can transform yourself by the renewing of your mind and lean on Jesus this week. Seek him this week. Remember that he triumphantly rode into the city on a cult to bring us our salvation, this new covenant, this new grace, this, this faith uh, that he wants us to have and the eternal life that he came to bring us. And so beloved, I want you to know that I love you today. My heart and mind and soul wants you to love Jesus too. And 
Believe me when I tell you it is possible to live your best life. These are my sweet inspirations for you this week. So as you go about your week, remember, stay in faith and keep looking up.